Did you know that Dead Island 2 first was announced in 2014 with a famous trailer of a jogger running through LA pursued by zombies? Sadly, this version never saw the light of day and was cancelled a couple of years later. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 161. My name's Gareth Friday, I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Neil Watson. How are you doing, Neil? Oh, hello. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Um, on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? I'm good also. How are you? What are you? What's this robotic thing you two doing? It's like, it's like the AI. It's like we're doing an AI chatbot for the podcast. Hello. I am fine. <laughs> <laughs> on my virtual opposite is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hello, I am fine. Thank you for asking, Gareth. How would, are you? I would be. I would have been so disappointed if you wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it was good. It was good. That's no, great. Um, Comedy gold, mate. Comedy gold. Good. Now, before we start, I um, just want to say when we do a little tease, because we've got a giveaway coming up that we're going to come do in about forty minutes or 50, 45 minutes into the podcast. So stick around for that. Um, it's, a, it's something very nice on offer. Well, fast forward to the forty-five minute mark because yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't say, don't say that, Neil. <laughs> Just stick around anyway. Uh, Never mind the giveaway. Stick yeah. around for the uh, quality Xbox game-related chat. Thank you, Paul. That's exactly it. Um, <laughs> Neil, what have you been doing this week? Um, just come back off holiday. Went away over Easter um, with the family down to uh, Bridport down on the south coast. That was nice. Um, other than that, been watching bits of telly. Um, watched Blue Lights on BBC. Oh, yeah, I think. That's meant to be good, isn't it? Is that good? Um, yeah, it was all right. I think it was about about five or six episodes, and it was about a decent length. So I didn't want any more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was okay. As good as a bill. Not as good as the bill. <laughs> you know my love for the bill. Uh, what about Hillsbury Blues? Bill forevermore. But um, no, not as good as the bill. I did. I did sit there watching it, thinking that um, the woman from Doctor Who was in it. Until I asked Gemma in maybe the fourth episode, "Is that Doctor Who?" She said, "No, it's not Doctor Who." So you know what I'm like with actors and actresses. Mm. I haven't got a clue. But um, but no, it's, it's good. It's good. Okay. Good. Good. Blue lights. There you go. Um, what about you, Richard? What's your week been like? Uh, last night, uh, Laura and I went to go, went to, drove over to Manchester, went to go see uh, Paramore and Block Party at the arena. Um, Laura's a big fan of Paramore. I'm a big fan of Block Party. So when Paramore announced that Block Party were going to be supporting them, I think this gig was a bit of a no-brainer for us. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Both played... Uh, Excellently, there was a real good atmosphere amongst the crowd, um, and yeah, just just good to see two really good bands doing what they do best. Really, I'm jealous of Richard's life. He's got a good life. He's always at gigs and and doing stuff. Oh, he's God. young, though. He's young, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So he's he's you, got the energy. You don't no want to be kids. in bed by half past nine. <laughs> good. 
Good, that was good. Come on, Richard. Uh, what about you, Paul? I have had the worst week ever. It's more like it. Oh, honestly. Right, I'll tell you all about it. Are you sitting down, sitting comfortably? Right, well, it started off on Saturday. Um, My car started making this really horrible sort of screeching noise. Um, And I had no idea what it was. I took it to QuickFit and he went, sure, sorry, mate, I've got no suppliers open, so I can't do anything. I was like, well, you know, screw you then. Um, So I took it to my friendly mechanic on Monday. It's always good to have a friendly mechanic. Um, and he said, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. I said, what is it? It sounds like the end of the world. And he said, uh, yeah, when, when the brake pads are getting a bit low on these Vauxhalls, there's a little bit of metal inside that rubs on the brake disc, and it sounds absolutely dreadful. It makes you get it checked. So I was like, well, yeah, it certainly worked. So that I had to have new brake pads in my lovely Vauxhall, so that's some more expenditure I wasn't expecting. Um, and then I came... I went fishing on the Sunday um, and managed to snap the tip of one of my expensive rods, which also made me sad. Uh-oh. And then I came downstairs this morning after going to bed last night and the telly had decided that it was going to break. So um, all in all, I need to have a new tip for my rod. I need to have, I've had to go and buy a new telly and I've had to have work done on my car this week. So mm. I have no money, and uh, if anyone wants to start a GoFundMe, it'll be gratefully accepted. Good. Oh, poor. <laughs> <laughs> the good news I is... I can laugh about it now. Um, oh, the good news, I do have good news. Yeah, um, well. a, little, a little health update. I went in to see the nurse at the doctor's today for my very first ever diabetic foot check, which is apparently a thing. When you have the diabetes, you have to have your feet checked to make mm. sure they're not going to fall off. And it turns out that my feet are not going to fall off anytime soon. So that was a little bit of good news. Brilliant. Swings and roundabouts. Absolutely, good. mate. <laughs> uh, good. Um, just to remind everyone, we're, we're a gaming podcast, so we just, we'll get to that. In case you just tuned in. Um, Nobody cares about games. No, they don't. Um, I, I've like done. I've just been watching stuff this week and working, but I watched like everyone has. Well, I don't know, these three have maybe Succession. Um, no, and it's on its last series, the fourth series, and there's an episode that happened, episode three. Once what happened, but it's probably one of the best bits of TV, one of the up there, one of the best episodes in TV. It's very worth watching if you haven't watched it before. Can you tell me about this? Because I keep looking at the um, the thumbnail on my telly, and I think is that The Apprentice? I don't like The Apprentice. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Yeah, is it The Apprentice? What what you're seeing on your te- TV? <laughs> the, the it depends what channel you're on. What so you? I'm guessing what thumbnail you're looking at. No, the thumbnail for Succession looks yeah. like The Apprentice. Well, yeah, because it's about sort of business people. But I don't. I have no idea. No idea. But it might be if it's on BBC. It's not Succession. Oh, oh yeah, okay. It's probably The Apprentice. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> It's Succession, The Apprentice. They're different things. Darren has taught me through The Apprentice. I know everything about it. Good. Yeah, don't. Listen, this Succession is rubbish. It's just people in a boardroom getting shouted at. That's basically what Succession is as well. So you're not too far off. But good, yeah, definitely watch Succession if you haven't done it. No one's going to watch it. Richard, have you seen it? No, I don't have Sky Atlantic. Otherwise, I probably would watch it. Yeah, okay. All right, good. There we go. Um, let's talk about games. Let's get on to games. That's what we're here for. Um, who should we start with? Let's start with Neil. Neil, what have you got? What's your first one? You can start with me if you want. 
Um, I've been playing Dredge. Oh. Uh, last time I was on here, I think I said I was looking forward to playing Dredge. Mm. Um, and so I decided to buy it on Steam, actually, just so I could play it while I was away on the Steam Deck. I thought, oh, it seems to be like a really nice little fit for the Steam Deck. And um, it's really very good. It's it's a fishing game. So Paul obviously loves it, even though he, I doubt he's he, played it. He's never played it, yeah. No, but you would love it, Paul. Okay. Um, fishing game from Team 17, but it's it's more like um, Moonglow Bay, which came out maybe, when did that come out? Six months ago, eight months ago, something like that, maybe. Um, but kind of a, a bit darker, and a bit more kind of grotesque. So you go out on your little boat and you travel between these islands. You you follow fetch, fetch quests, basically. But as you're out, you, you come up to these fishing spots you cast your rod out and you, you play a little mini game and then you, I guess you win a fish. Um, but what that fish could be, could be anything. And the, the aim is to fill out this kind of um, encyclopedia type book thing that you've got with all the different fish in. So some of them are kind of like weird mutated ones, etc. Other ones are just plain old cod. Um, yeah, it's, it's really addictive. So like I said, I've been playing it on Steam Deck, and it, it fits there really well. Uh, Dave did a review on the Xbox version for us, and I think he gave it four and a half out of five. So that tells you how good it is. Um, but yeah, really addictive little game. It's getting some great reviews, and people are you know, loving is it. it? Yeah, I haven't everywhere. seen it. I haven't read any yeah. other reviews anyway. I think it's going, it's going to be one of those sort of game of the years that people love. Is, it, has it got a, is there a story to it? Or is it just a oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a story. There's loads of different objectives. There's loads of missions. So you go from one island to the next, and they'll say, oh, you need to go around the back of this island. You might find something new. So you do that, and then you get sent off on another quest, etc. Right. Um, but but while... While you're sailing in in the daytime, it's all nice and safe and whatever. When it turns to the night, all the horrendous creatures come out and the darkness comes in and you're, you're best sleeping at that point. But that's also the time when the best fish come out. Mm. So it's kind of a risk reward type thing where you need to decide when you want to go out and uh, for how long, basically. Mm. It's where I live. <laughs> a bit like London. Yeah. yeah. Um, Deceptive fish, it's milk. Yeah, there's um, no fish in London. Uh, <laughs> good. I, I really want to play this. I'm thinking about yeah, yeah, do it. It's, it's yeah. really good. I think it's about 20 quid on Xbox. Um, I think it's the same on Steam. I think it'd be on Game Pass in six months. I've got a feeling. I don't know why. It'll probably be on Game Pass, yeah. Yeah. Um, good. I look forward to that, Dredge. Richard, you've got a, you've got a big game, haven't you, really, to talk about? Yeah, uh, um, Dead Island 2. Um, My review came out for that yesterday. Um, And I've just had an absolute blast with it. Uh, Reading some of the other reviews, um, I think a lot of people... I saw someone give it a 5 out of 10 and completely missed the point of what Dead Island was supposed to be about. Um, But it's just appealed to me on a killing zombies creatively and in the most gr- horrific way possible probably um it's been a while since since it got announced i think it was 2014 it got announced um finally here having swapped developers three or four times so it was always a bit of a 
a surprise to see it in, in any finished state, but it's here and it, I've I've had a, a really good time with it. It's just fun. Um, I've killed thousands of zombies and not at one point have I thought, uh, you know what, this is getting a bit repetitive now. Um, just the, the creative ways that you can go about killing these zombies using either environmental uh, things that are about there's there's um electricity there's flammable things there's all sorts of different ways to kill them and then obviously it's got this whole loot system um where everything's tied your weapons are tied to your level so as you progress these weapons get stronger and it sort of keeps you in check that way without so you can't go too overboard creating these crafting these massive weapons that'll just destroy everything in one hit um but you can then you can apply all these different elemental things to these 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 weapons that you craft um and then and then there's all these different types of zombies i don't remember uh the original dead island having such a wide variety of zombies but the zombies that are just constantly on fire so they're obviously immune to fire damage um there's a brilliant bit towards the end of the game and i don't want to spoil it too much but when you get to santa monica pier um obviously the 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 fun fair that's there isn't working at the moment but you need to then get it working um and then and then something happens and it's it's full of these like really good tense moments interspersed with this like b-movie pulpy comedy horror uh atmosphere as well and yeah just had a really really good time with it um almost in a position where i want to go through it again just with different characters to see if it's any different um yeah not not don't no know, don't know what well, else to say really it's just had such such fun with it you said a lot um neil's dog fraser is a big dead island fan wanted to get involved um, <laughs> uh can I ask a question? Is it is it like a massive open world from the beginning, or is it like smaller sort of open world bits that you progress through? Yeah, it's it's similar to the first one. So you'll get you'll there's ten different areas that you need to uh, explore and complete the missions and the story through. So it's not one big open world. It's these these small. I say small. They're still fairly large areas, but they're all connected to each other. And then about halfway point, you unlock fast travel, which helps you with the, a lot of the side quests and these these lost and found quests, which don't give you markers necessarily for your next objective. You need to take in, in your surroundings and find clues and things like that, which which are interesting in themselves. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not one big open world. It's little smaller areas all connected to one another. Okay, good. Yes. Can I ask a question? Yes, Paul. Um, is it more polished than the first game? And if so, has it lost its sort of charm? <laughs> it is a lot more polished, but it hasn't lost its charm. I, I, I do remember the first one being a bit rough and ready. It really was, um, but it was good fun nonetheless. Yeah, and, and this one's <laughs> similar. It's taken that same approach of... Um, you're doing much more melee-based killing than than the first game, than than other zombie titles. Uh, but you you don't. There's not. I think there was only one or two bugs that I encountered, and they were uh, bugs that they were already aware of. Uh, and then there was a, a day one patch to fix everything like that. So there shouldn't be anything really that that 
that crops up as an issue. I think they've done a really good job with it. Excellent. Good. Good. Well, like a earthquake noise then. There's a hum hum noise, but yeah, good. <laughs> um, I was going to get under the desk. Right, Paul, what have you got? Um, I have got the new um, thing. <laughs> uh, let me let me get my words together. Hang on, I'm still distressed from having to spend so much money on this bloody telly. Uh, um, it, I've got the new DLC for Vampire Survivors uh, uh, called Tides of the Foscari, and. I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's more Vampire Survivors, <laughs> which is always a good thing. Um, it's taken over my life again um, yeah. it, because it's so it's just so addictive. I mean, you've you've all played yeah. it, haven't you? Yeah. So you yeah. you know what it's like, and then having new stages and new characters to find, it's just more of the same, but it's even better. Um, so yeah, I'll be writing a review very shortly, um, but it's just great are you, are you <laughs> playing are you playing on your phone um i i have made a mistake and downloaded oh. it to my phone yeah <laughs> that's my mistake. mistake i've also discovered that um playing it through the game pass app on my phone the touch controls work really well oh wow so <laughs> you can you can never be more than like you know two yards away from vampire survivors Where's Paul? Um, where's, so why, is, why is Paul in the loo for so long? Is that going on? Or takes, or <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm, I'm not even uh, taking the phone to the loo at work anymore. <laughs> it's just like, no, I can't because I'll be in there for half an hour. Yeah. So no, it's uh, yeah, just don't do it, kids. It's worse than heroin. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Very good. Um, what have I got? Murderous Muses. Uh, Murderous Music Muses is by a studio. I always forget how to say. Devecki. Devecki's. Um, studios, yeah, Drake Studios, and they're very good people. They do full motion video games, which I'm a big fan of. And um, I think I've just reviewed their game, and I really, I gave it a four out of five. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm a big FMV fan, I, but you know, there has been a point when I've gone lately. The video stuff they do is brilliantly, really well filmed, and some of them better than others, but really great stuff. But you know, you generally go, do you, does that character go left or does that character go right? And I think I've said in a few reviews in the past that maybe they need to go beyond that. And the last few games, people have really started to push that genre. I think I talked last time about um, Not for Broadcast, which was which really played with the whole um, what you can do with the with the TV studio, and. This one does here, here as well. As Murder's Muses, you're on this fictitious island and you're in, you're in charge of an art gallery. You're the, sort of like the guard. You're looking after the place. And so a lot of the game is done like a normal fir- first-person sort of adventure game. You're, you're kind of walking around the gallery. You've got tasks to do, like hang all these paintings in the right place. And, you know, and so it's almost like a little adventure game. And then when nighttime comes the world changes into this kind of more surreal kind of place. And this this artist who they're celebrating in the gallery was murdered. And the last six portraits he did are six characters. And your task is to work out which one of these six characters committed the murder. And so you at night in this strange world, you they come alive in small video clips. And you've got to try to piece together and sort of the full motion video, all these little elements to to work out um, who who committed the murder. But at the same time, every time you play it, it's procedurally generated, things things can swap around as well. So it really does um, 
we really need to do a few more playthroughs. I mean, each playthrough would take you a couple of hours. Um, but I did about four in the end. And I really enjoyed going back because you were doing different tasks and doing different things and seeing different video clips. But what's really nice about this company, which I like in Formation, they've almost got like a, a repertory of actors they use. There's a couple of actors that have been in, quite a few of them from um, Dr. Decker. Is that one of their ones? I'm trying to think of a really old one. Yeah, they, they worked with Wales Interactive before. Didn't That's they? right, yeah. And Dr. Decker and the um, the other one. Oh, oh Shapeshift. Yeah, Poe Monroe, Shapeshift of Detective. Now, Poe Monroe is really, it's really successful. I love Poe Monroe. Really kind of cheesy, but really good, really good supernatural sort of tales that are unexpected. And they've got a little reference. One of the actors comes back from that. He's brilliant. So, yeah, it's, it's great. If you like the full motion video, I give this a go. I mean, one of the things, I think they're patching at the moment, I said, is if you're, you could get lost quite quickly. It's like the puzzles are quite hard and they're working it out and they don't, give enough hints first of all but I think they're making changes to those patches because I think everyone said that but good murderous music's out now yeah um, it's absolutely dreadful it's brilliant Paul <laughs> it's brilliant if you like that foremost video game like me and the rest of the world um, <laughs> good I think, it's, I think it's just you Gareth it's just me it's, it's just me um, I, I remember Paul saying that he's played all the full motion yes, video games since yeah. 1986 or something yeah like and I said yeah. that Pit Fighter is still the best <laughs> um, Neil have you got another game um, yeah how many have we got one or two you can have one let me have one then I will um, without jumping too much on on Richard's um Parade, I suppose. Mm. Uh, I've been playing EA Sports PGA Tour. Um, been looking forward to this one ever since I sat in on a presentation from EA a couple of months back. Um, and at the time, I thought, oh, this looks like it's going to be really good. It, it was either going to be EA right on it or EA messing up. And luckily, they are right on it with this one. Um, Rich has done his review. He's given it a four out of five. I agree wholeheartedly with it. It's a very good golf game. Um, few little issues, but nothing really to write home about. Um, but yeah, if you if you like a golf game, this is nailed on to, to be played. Oh, have you played it online yet? That's what I'm interested in. No, I still haven't. I've, I've probably only played maybe three or four rounds just offline, um, just working my way through the stuff mostly been playing the challenges i think the challenges are really good there's so many of them right okay um, but no i haven't um haven't played it online when yet. will it be on game pass for all of us to play against each other oh you're looking at a year six eight months away oh, probably okay. aren't you? Right. christmas time that's like christmas party yeah Golf. yeah yeah good good um thank you neil um richard what's your Oh, I can see what your next one is. Tell us all about At the opposite end of the spectrum from Dead Island is, is Coffee Talk 2, which uh, my review is out now. And I think the game is out as you're listening to this, if you're listening to it when we're recording it today. So it won't, it'll be out tomorrow. <laughs> I'm getting myself very confused now. But like, yeah. I like the way you went, <laughs> if you're listening to this. It's like, no, some, no, it's, like it's a meta thing. It's a, <laughs> It's out. Yeah. Coffee Talk 2 is out now. Good. Uh, and it's in Game Pass along with the first one as well. So they're both in there now. Um, and 
I had a few issues with it, <gasps> if I'm being completely oh, honest. No. So I know that at the start of the year, this was probably, I think on the podcast, this was one of two or three of my most anticipated games of the year. Um, but it just couldn't compare to the first one for me. I think that was the the, the main issue with it here. Um, there was a lot of things in the first game that were discussed uh, between the characters that were quite uh, not hard-hitting issues, but quite real-world issues, and they, they were done quite well between the characters based on the fact that they're all of a fantasy nature, so there's orcs, satyrs, and, and vampires and everything else in there. Um, this one, it doesn't really play on that so much, so one of the new characters is, is simply um, a content creator that's looking for branching out his channel into into something new who then meets uh a banshee in the in the coffee shop and she's struggling a bit trying to get her name out there as she's as she's aiming to be an opera singer and i and i just felt that that these stories weren't as applicable to to the first game so much um <clears throat> And you've got many of the returning characters from the first game as well, but there's there's, a, there's one or two that aren't in the second one that were in the first one that were would have been a lot better because they seem to be like the fan favourites. So it was a strange decision why why they're not in, not in it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I understand perhaps that they obviously didn't have a story for them in, in this situation, but what the stories that they do then come up with for these characters and how they all fold in together it it it's not as good it's not as good as the first one um but i think because i held the first one so i regarded it so highly i don't think it was ever going to compare to it but even even then i think it is a little bit disappointing in how in how not worse but just just what what every, everything that was good about the first game for me is is lacking a little bit in the second one. They've they've tried to do a couple of new things, um, but nothing too drastic. But I, I don't think uh, the things that I loved about the first game are, are present as much in the second one. Oh no, it's made me sad. Did the guy die as well? Who made it? Who developed it? One of the one of the main guys, yeah. So there's a there's a nice touching tribute to him at the end, and then yeah. if you go into the gallery uh, where you can view all the, the art, there's a really really nice picture and a tribute to him yeah. in in there as well. Okay, but I think that was one of the reasons why it's it's been delayed a little bit. Right. Oh, there you go, Richard. Sorry about that. Okay, Blimey. disappointing. Yeah. Made us all sad. Oh, lift lift our mood. <laughs> lift our mood. From lift this. lift your mood. Well. I've got a choice of two games I can talk about. One I've played a little bit and I'm not getting on with. And I've got another one that's really quite easy. So I think I'm probably going to go for the easy one and Mm. sort of give the other one the benefit of the doubt for a bit. Um, So the game I've been playing is called Ultra Pixel Survive. Mm. And basically, if you can imagine Minecraft, um, but pixel art and 2D in style, um then basically you've got ultra pixel survive there's a day night cycle when it's the daytime you have to go out and gather resources wood stone whatever it is 
And then when it's night time, all the monsters come and you have to try and stay alive. And you can't even, you know, in um, Minecraft, you can go to bed and hide and wait until morning. You can't do that in this game. Right. If you go into the save area where the bed is, the woman that stood there goes, don't think you can hide in here till morning. Get out there and do some fighting. So, yeah, basically that's that's pretty much it. So fight <laughs> some things, gather some things, make some things. Um, all in a in a lovely sort of pixel art style. It's, uh, it's like a two D world, isn't it? Rather than like it's, it's a side scrolling sort of thing, two D, um, and it's okay. It's one of those games that just throws achievements at you for absolutely nothing. Well done, you've chopped a tree down. Have fifty G, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a rat like a games game. So is it a ra- is it a rat like I couldn't remember. Yeah who it was but right okay well that all makes perfect sense then um (laughs) so yeah it's 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 the very definition of okay it's not going to set the world on fire but it's a perfectly reasonable way to spend you know a couple of hours just chopping trees down and smashing rocks up there you go it's cheap as well. Cheap as chips. And it's it's cheap as well chips aren't cheap these days you know how much status have gone up oh that's true um good Ultra Pixel Survive. Um, I'm going to chat about. I was going to chat about the exit. But maybe chat about that next week. Um, I'm just going to mention briefly Resident Evil Four remake, um, which Darren reviewed and we talked about last week. I finished it, right? <laughs> and I remember saying last time, "Oh, I don't." You know, I played it years ago, um, and uh, I, I don't remember much of it. It's like it's so it's quite a new experience for me. I didn't play it. I played probably about an hour of it, I think, because all I remember for the first one was <laughs> being in the village. And that was it. Yeah. So when the village bit ended, I was like, oh, we're near the end of the game now. No. <laughs> no, it's a big old game, isn't it? Um, I could see why people, um, even thinking back to the day where people were so loved about it, because it does do a lot of kind of amazing stuff. And this remake's very good. And um, good fun, even though there's lots of people complaining about, I don't know, someone's, they can't see up the woman's skirt. I don't know what it is. But um, they, they, <laughs> there's something always people. It's annoying me more than it's Yeah, it's mad. Someone's voice has changed. I don't know what it is. And then, but it's very good. It's a really good thing. It's annoyed me a bit this year, especially with my thing about never go back. That two of the best games I've played this year are remakes: the Dead um, Dead Space and this. Yeah, that's annoying me quite a bit. But they're very good. good. They always go back. They always go. Never go back. That's my thing. Never go back. Yep. But you've, you're going to have to change it now, aren't you? To always go back. Well, I didn't the play these games of the year. I didn't, but I didn't play these games before, so I never played it, uh, Dead Space. All this one. The fact that they're, <laughs> so they're like new experiences. The fact that the remakes, Gareth, just because yeah. you didn't play it. it was, for me, I haven't gone back. I've gone forward. Oh, with the God, yeah. You um, should be a politician. I know. I know. Um, that's our games. Um, we're going to do some news now. We're going to just do a little catch up on the last week. Of stuff, so um, I'm going to just um, do first of all the first one I want to chat about is Suicide Squad. Now, as we finished last week, um, I think this came out maybe the next day. Suicide Squad, in case you don't know, you probably do know the Kill the Justice League uh, was meant to be coming out in May the 26th, um, and as expected, it's been delayed till February next year, which is uh, which is which is a strange thing. Were we surprised, Richard? I knew you were. You were talking about this, saying this is going to be delayed a few months back. Were you surprised by this? Not even slightly. <laughs> Just, I think. So I think the response. 
I think the response to the state of play hasn't. I think it would have been delayed anyway. I don't think the response to the state of play has made that delay even longer than perhaps people would have thought. Like I wouldn't. I would have expected to see it delayed to the end of this year, but that state of play just looked very generic. And to say that they've been working on this for the best part of nine years, yeah, nine I've, years. Is that how long it's been going? Well, they finished nine so. years ago the other Batman. That's what the, uh, I haven't had any other game. They did the VR Batman, didn't they? And that was the only other game that the company's yeah. come up with. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all talked about this in the podcast before when we saw the state of play and we were like, it was very weird that PlayStation have did that as their state of play as it's a multi-platform game and that it's been delayed. <laughs> it's really <laughs> odd. Um yeah, I think we said a bit before. We only saw a, a, a kind of big section but of it. We didn't see the whole thing. But it did feel like a rinse repeat. We had that feeling of um, Avengers, didn't we? The Avengers mm-hmm. game. About yeah. It. yeah. Um, Neil, what do you think? What do you... You you weren't going to play this. I, 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 I couldn't care less about Suicide Squad. No. Um, I'm, I'm not going to play it. I don't know who they are. I don't know who the Justice League is. I don't, I don't know anything like that. I've got a big issue with the date they've given, um, which is the 2nd of February. Is that mm, right? Yeah. Now, that to me, we're currently in April. That to me is somebody sitting there in an office, sticking their hand up in the air and seeing which way the wind blows and says, right, that Friday in February will do. Where'd, where'd that come about? I think. Just, just say yeah. early 2024 or just say. February 2024. But, you, but the reason they said that, I think, and I totally agree with you, I think the reason they said this, because if they went, it's coming in 2024, or even early 2024, people are going, that game's never coming out. It's in yeah, so much yeah. trouble. That, that doesn't matter, though. They've left themselves open. It's going to get pushed again, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But they've but they've got, they had to put something down to go, this game isn't doomed. Because it had a... It had a very much the agenda for it was quite like this game's awful. It's going to be it's, it's doomed on arrival. So they they were trying to get a handle on it. I suppose I totally agree. I think it's the wrong choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. think they're bowing down to public pressure, really, aren't they? That to be able to pick a certain date some ten months in advance is ridiculous. I think also, and Paul, I'll get to you now. Just through we think. I think also that. One of the issues of this being almost like a, even though it says single player, it, just looking at that, it feels like a very much like a carpet experience. That's where it feels like it comes alive. Maybe we don't know, mm-hmm. but maybe sometimes when people are so down that they're worried, we need to build up that we need to get people playing it, or it's not going to be what they expected that game to be. It needs to be an online experience. Paul, what did you think? Um, I, uh, I'm struggling to care, to be honest. It's not something I'm going to play. It's not something I'm awfully concerned about. Um, I'm, I agree with you guys that the just pull a random date out of the air is a bit weird. Um, but, you know, if if a game needs more time to be polished, then it should have that time. Um, that's That's my only sort of take on it. If they think it's not going to work in the current state, then by all means, take more time and make it better. If we get a better game at the end of it, then yeah, it's fine. I don't, I'm, I'm not worried. 
100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. I, I personally don't think, and maybe Richard, I personally don't think it was, it, it's not the case of like a Starfield when it wasn't ready and they did that. I think it was, because they wouldn't have done that state of play. And I think it was, but the reaction from that state of play was so much, that I think they're doing, they're changing some stuff. This is my I, personal feeling. Sorry, Richard. Yeah, I, I think, I think that, that day is, is the definitive day because I think at this point they can't change even though they've delayed it 10 months they can't change too much about it without going back to back to brick with it essentially mm-hmm. um, so I, I just think they just need to change change what they can in that 10 months get it out there but I'm I'm worried that because they're like I say they've spent that long on it since Arkham Knight came out that it's not going to turn a profit, and I'm part of me is worried for the future of Rocksteady as a studio. Wow, there we go. Good. Um, I'm going to just talk about the state of play we did see last week, Thursday, because I think you, Paul, and Richard might have a little moan about this. <laughs> um, That's not like us. Um, but I, I watched it a 20 minute little. I know Richard didn't want to watch it because he didn't want to spoil anything more. I watched a 20 minute. Trailer for um, the Final Fantasy game kind of end you. Um, I I think it's probably shown too much of it now. I think I'm with Richard on this, but what I saw was very impressive. I am quite excited about this game. I'm quite excited about going to that world. It looks it looks really good fun. Um, don't need to see anything more. I think they're going to do even more stuff um, showing bits, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, who, who wants to rant first? Richard, you rant first. Well, I I ended up watching it, even though ah. I said I wouldn't. I knew I knew deep down I was like, well, if I don't watch it live, I am just going to f- find it and later on and watch it. So I watched it. I uh, was very impressed. Um, I think my rant is Final Fantasy related, but it's to do with the Pixel remasters that have come out oh. this week. Um, so I don't know if, if that's appropriate for this time. Do it, do it. Right, well, you've asked for it then. Oh, no. <laughs> Trap yourselves in, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my issue with the Pixel remasters that have come out this week is that, that Square Enix have announced them for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4, and they're out today on those on those systems. They did a physical uh, edition for them, but I think they must have made about 17 copies of each one because they were gone straight away. I managed to snag a PS4 uh, physical edition but it's not arrived today. They've not even shipped it. My, so I sent them a support case at, whilst I was at the gig yesterday saying, look, guys, release dates tomorrow. Why, is, why have I not received the shipping notification? And their response was, well, a release date is more of an estimation. Wow. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I would disagree with that. I would say if you're saying that a game's coming out on this day, I should be I should be able to play what I've bought on that day. Bearing in mind they charged me for it three weeks ago before the release date had even been announced and said, we're charging you for it now, the release date's coming, but we're not ready to announce it. Yeah. So they've had plenty of time, and yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed today with them. Yeah, absolutely. But you're excited about Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm still, I'm still, I've ordered that from Amazon though. I'm oh, not good. bothering with them that good. anymore. Good. Um, 
Paul, what's your rant? Uh, well, it's not so much a rant as a as a sort of why do they do it? You know, you, you hear <laughs> who's this? The government? Uh, no, no the Square Enix. Right, I'm oh, sorry. Um, the yeah. government's doing a, a cracking job. <laughs> I hear a word against them. Um, yeah. Listen, Darren's not here this week. Don't get started. Um, so yeah, basically, Square Enix apparently. I mean, this this is only from what I'm reading online, so take it with as large a fistful of salt as you like. But apparently they're not doing so well at the moment. And their idea for solving this sort of cash flow problem that they're having is not to release their games on half of the consoles. I mean, put it on Nintendo Switch, great. Put it on PS4, brilliant. Put it on PS5, no problem. Why are they not releasing anything on Xbox? This Pixel remaster, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy XVI, they're not releasing it on sort of half of the infrastructure. And to me, it just seems like a stupid business idea. You know, you read all this about Activision and ABK and all that kind of stuff. Um, and whether or not that's going to go ahead and whether or not they'll release COD on the PlayStation. Well, to me, it's sort of basic business. If you want people to pay for your games, you have to release it on the console that they use. There you go. I've heard heard something to add to this. So I think it's safe to assume that Final Fantasy sixteen is PlayStation have bought exclusively rights for that. But I think the other stuff... I think, from what I've heard, uh, Microsoft have done something that Square Enix aren't happy with, and we don't know what that is. But is it is making them... Xbox? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But this is them sort of saying, right, well, F you then, basically. We're only going to be it, doing these on other on other things for the time yeah, being. It just seems bonkers, you know. So, yeah, great. All right, then. So you're going to sit there on your high horse and go, well, we're not going to release our games on your thing then. It's like, well, you've just cut your nose off to spite your face, as my mother would say. Yeah. So, anyway, that's that's me and my uh, little mini rant over. So, uh, over to you, Neil. What do you think? Oh, I I, I love Square. I've got nothing. <laughs> great words. To say about them. <laughs> nice, Neil. I like it. Neil, I'm going to take on that. Today. I love everyone. Neil, let's talk about Ubisoft. Let's go into them. Was there? Ubisoft, uh, fifteen ninety nine a month. Is, it? is that how much it is? Twelve ninety nine. Twelve ninety nine. I'm so sorry. No, twelve ninety nine is only PC. Oh, it's sorry. Yeah. Is it fourteen ninety nine? Fourteen ninety nine. If you want to play it on the Xbox as well. So Ubisoft Plus has come. It's live on Xbox, and you'll get your subscription. You can get all the Ubisoft games up until you know, yeah, all of them, and it's promoting that you'll be able to play. Um, um, the three games it's got coming out <laughs> Mirage, <laughs> Skull and Bones and uh, something else coming up soon in this year so um, is that a good deal Neil? Or you think it's a good thing? At the moment no but um, I was in the same camp when Game Pass came out and that's been switched totally the other way that's a, that's a no brainer now um, at the moment if you've wanted to play a Ubisoft game you've probably bought that Ubisoft game you've probably played that Ubisoft game. So why would you pay for a monthly subscription unless you're brand new to the Xbox ecosystem? Then it will work. Um, and going forward, 
give it a year, two years, once Ubisoft have put some more games out there and day one games have gone in, then it comes into its own. But at the moment, I would say $14.99 is about $14.99 too much. <laughs> and I guess the all the games that were on Game Pass that were Ubisoft, they've gone, have they? They're not on Game Pass anymore. That's so because um, there was a few on there was a few, there was a few of the Assassin's Creed yeah. I don't know if they're still there they used to be I, the I Division I haven't seen them come out of Game Pass so ah, okay. no, I might be wrong there but um, yeah it's good that you can get games like Anno 1800 that's just released things like that, that that works but most people would have played Valhalla wouldn't they most people would have played Origins and Odyssey the, the AC games so yeah. can't see them. I mean, you've got all the assassins there. You've got all the Far Cries and the divisions, the Ghost Rec- Recon, Recon, um, Immortals. Yeah, I mean, it's Riders Republic, um, which Richard did last year. Um, yeah, so the crews are there, which Neil yeah. loves. Um, Watch Dogs. So it's a if you haven't, pl- yeah, exactly. If you haven't played them, it's, it's a good deal. Yeah. Um, but, but they've also thrown all the gold editions and ultimate editions and stuff in, haven't they? I don't mm. really understand that. I'm not, I, I'm not kind of big on gold and ultimate editions anyway. I can, I just want to play the base game, thanks, and that that suit me out. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Paul, I they are adding oh. DLC in, aren't they? As, as, as part of that 1499, so the DLC day one into there as well. Right. So like. Um, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising that DLC is included is that right? I believe so yeah it's a, there's a lot of content there um, but like you said the biggest thing is like you might have played a lot of these games yeah. before I think it would have made sense for them to launch this when they were doing like Mirage is coming out for Assassin's Creed you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> but when's that coming out? <laughs> yeah, I think that's at the same uh, time as Skull and Bones. <laughs> Skull and Bones, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they can't sit on Ubisoft Plus for another two years. I know, so, but well, it's, it's here. It's ready, but but then that would have been a that would have been if you would have had that as your thing. When you know you hold that and then go, okay, now you can get this game, one of the the AAA games. Now if you get the scripting, people are going to sign up for it straight away. I think. Yeah, but it's it's not doing any harm having it here now, is it? You don't have to subscribe now. No. And when those games do come out. You then go and take a couple of months worth and play it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't give that emphasis, that kind of big sales point of view of going like that. Uh, yeah, you might, you, you yeah. might just suddenly go, oh, my God, I don't need to bother. I'll just get a game after this because yeah. it's old news. It's not a relaunch. But yeah, it's, yeah, I think everyone's been but it, but it, it does feel very much like Game Pass in its infancy. Yeah. That was rubbish. The first year, mm. Game Pass was rubbish. Yeah. And, and then they started <laughs> chucking the day one stuff in there started releasing stuff and then they started putting a lot in every month and that's when it, it built up obviously ubisoft they can only put certain games in it can't they their yeah. own games yeah um so they're more limited there but but yeah there's potential but the 1499 seems a bit steep doesn't it, it does seem quite steep <laughs> um division live stream is coming tomorrow isn't it i think it is tomorrow Maybe I thought that wrong. I'm trying to bring it up. Um, the future of the Division franchise in live stream this week. Uh, yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah, Thursday. Um, so the things they're going to talk about here, they're still um, putting out Division 2 content. 
the new mode called Descent Mode, and Year Five plans, Jesus, and um, <laughs> and there's a, the free to play division spin off called Heartland, which is um, we got announced back into 2021. We're going to get a new preview of that, and I think there's another thing called Division Resurgence, um, but I. They've got their big event coming to twelfth of June. I I would love to see a division three. I've really had a good time with division. I know Richard knew you played it for a bit, um, but I had a yeah, really I mean, good time. Me and James had a great time playing that game. So or both those games. So it would be. I'd love a division three. Richard, what do you think? Yeah, I I think I'm interested to see a bit more of Heartland because that is coming to console. I think that resurgence is going to be a a free to play mobile tile. So mm. we'll see before making a decision on that. But yeah, that year five of division two or division three, I think I know which one I'd I'd choose at this point. Mm, definitely. Um you've played it, haven't you, Neil? You came I remember seeing you in the dart zone. On the division? Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you both. Um, I was just in Yeah, I I probably didn't play either as much as I wanted to. Um but I have played them both. Yeah. You've, have you not played it, Paul? It's not for you, was it? Oh, I, I love them. Oh, there I you go. To, I love the division games. Brilliant. I had a lot of time for them. Um, I played the first one to death, um, completed it, probably got all the achievements and everything. Um, and then the second one, I played it and played it, and they released new things. I think the last time I played it was when they released the um, was it the Warlords of New York? New or something York. They released. Yeah. yeah. So I played it then. Um, and I've not really gone back to it since. So, but yeah, year five, it sounds like the, you know, that dead horse is going to fall to bits. So, yeah. the way they're uh, flogging it. So, yeah, <laughs> stop messing about and make Division Three. That me- might be something that would encourage me to look at this Ubisoft thing. Well, yeah, that's good. Fingers crossed. And uh, me and James, um, James, fans of the podcast, I know James is on here, and we play both those games together on both those I games. love the way you said fans of the but podcast like there's more than one I know exactly <laughs> um, but every now and again we both got the DLC pack for Division 2 I think it's like the New York one or something and then we load it up we can't remember anything and we wander around the White House for a little bit and then go should we play uh, FIFA we literally can't remember how we start, how we start the DLC, what happens, That's who we problem, are. It? Yeah, it's when you've not played something for so long, yeah, unless you're going back every maybe six weeks or so, you just forget. Don't you? Yeah. We're old. We're, We're old. old. We can't. Yeah, we need to get a hand with things. Um, good. That's division stuff. Oh, oh God, I lost something there. Um, just a quickly, is there a little bit of news? I just want your opinion on it. Um, the, I don't know why I'm laughing. It's awful. This, um, there's this um, hacker, switch hacker, oh. Gary Bowser. <laughs> um, this was great. He got released from jail because he basically, I think, was doing like mods on switches. I think that's what it is. He's, he's my age. Um, and so he was like ramping them up, I think, doing different things. He got, he got caught. And he's part of a hacker group, and he got, I think, 30 months in jail, if that's right. Um, let me just check my facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got, yeah. But he basically... facts in 161 episodes before. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So what, what is this? 40 months. Thing. 40 months in prison. I don't want to go to prison. And he's been... <laughs> 
ordered by Nintendo to pay £14.5 billion in damages, which a £10 million payment to Nintendo is considered the first priority. Um, and in his interview, he's claimed he's paid $175 to date, <laughs> which is, which is from, the, me last that from the job he was that. doing in prison. Um, with the agreement, the maximum they can take is between 25 and 30% of your monthly gross income. And he means 53. This is going to take forever. Um, yeah, that's, I remember reading it and it said he had to earn something like $40 million in order to be able to pay this off. And he was 53. So, you know, is this just unless a he goes like, back to hacking, I don't yeah. think he's going to do it. This is a warning rather than the money, isn't it, from Nintendo? They yeah. know they're not going to get that. It's just like a big, this is what mm. happens. Yeah. Don't mess with Nintendo, I think, is the... Nintendo. Uh, Depression. I'm more concerned by his name. Has he changed his name? That's he... brilliant. Yeah, no, I no. love that. <laughs> That's his actual name, isn't it? It's just Fancy, really? yeah. Fancy yeah, it's making a mess of Nintendo. Perfect. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Neil, I'm going to go to you because I want you to tell us all about this brilliant competition. What is it? Well, we've teased them, even though it's now an hour nearly. So the 45-minute oh, mark. If you, 45 minutes that you promised. <laughs> if you would have gone no. to that, you would have heard about... The people have gone skipping looking for that. Paul's and... ranting. That's what they would have heard. Would think, <laughs> is, there, is there a competition in this? Is there a secret code for These this? bloody giveaways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Neil, tell us well, about it. We've got a couple of giveaways, actually. Oh. Um, the first one is for Medieval Dynasty, which comes out today or tomorrow depending on when you're listening to this um see what i mean it's not easy exactly yeah it's (laughs) it released on xbox series x uh six months ago they've now just released it on xbox one today on the 20th of april um we have got a load of codes for that to give away um 10 in all i do believe so there's that giveaway so keep an eye out for that on the site you'll just need to click through follow the instructions it's simple enough it's basically just follow us on socials and enter a few details really um and then we've got another one um where you can win a controller so we reviewed the nacon or nacon i never know how to pronounce their name uh pro compact controller a, a year ago maybe a little bit longer than a year ago um quite a nice little controller but it is little as the name suggests it's a compact controller um and so we've got four of those to give away in various colors so um again hunt down the link on the site follow the instructions hit our socials up and uh you could win one of those as well so great yes and you can find the details in the podcast notes as well and i'll stick the details in the podcast notes as well yeah yeah brilliant lovely thank you neil um gentlemen what we looking forward to next week uh richard uh, Advance Wars on the Nintendo Switch, a, a remaster, remake of the first two games of those. Really looking forward to playing those again. Uh, okay. Uh, what about you, Paul? Um, well, now I've got a working telly, I'm looking forward to getting to grips with uh, Minecraft Legends, which released yesterday, I think. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And for for some bizarre reason, my wife has given me permission to go fishing both days this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to that. God, wow. Um, good. Fishing in real life, not virtually as yeah. well. Good. Um, Neil, what about you? Um, I have permission this weekend to go cycling. 
So I'm going to do that on Saturday. Not that I need permission, but I'm doing it anyway. Um, and I'm also he, he's there because she's not listening to the podcast. Mm. No, she always listens to the podcast. So, yeah, <laughs> you um, won't be riding anywhere. We broken. <laughs> and I want to play Dead Island too. So oh, I okay. think I will play that and play that. Good. I need a co-op buddy for Dead Island too. Okay. I I don't think I ever played the first one. And I didn't like Riptide. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Didn't like that one. Um, but I think I'm going to like this one. Your review sold it to me. So there we go. Co-op buddy and then a round of golf. Good. Uh, hang on. Sounds good. I, I, will, I will say that Neil is the world's worst co-op buddy. I've been waiting for him to come and play Forza 5 for about three weeks now. And, that's uh, Forza though, isn't it? Up. Yeah, but yeah. Forza's great. It's an 18-month game now at this point. All right, gentlemen. This is the end of the podcast. That's on a row. Right. Um, now, I've got nothing to look forward to. Uh, Star Wars game, is that out next week? Uh, yes. Good. 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 Oh, no, it's out this week, isn't it? The 30th. Is it this week? Is it, th- is it this week or next week? I don't know what oh, freaking day it I'm is. I'm looking forward to that one. I'll probably be looking forward to that again next week. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Neil, if we need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you? Oh, me um, on Instagram, Neil three six three. Good. And Richard, what about you? Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at double nineteen twelve. And Paul, what about you? Can I just ask a question oh, before Jesus. you start grabbing my handle? Yeah. What What is Instagram? I mean, I'm fifty year old. I don't know what. What do you do with Instagram? All about the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, but pictures of what? Fish. Just Look fish. at my Instagram, you see. Yeah. Yeah, but that means I have to like log into Instagram and stuff, doesn't it? I think you can look on the on the web. This can is, I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, it, th- this new world is so yeah. confusing. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, I'll I'll have a look on Instagram, Neil. Yeah. If I the first picture I see of you in Lycra, that means I'm off the platform forever. You'll see so, the superbike on there. Yeah. Of the superbike. Ooh. Uh, right, cool. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, so if you want to grab my handle, it's at Xbox Hub Paul on the Twitters. Can I ask a question? No, you've got it. I'm going to go. Can, yeah, of course you can, Neil. What's that? Twitter. <laughs> uh, it's Elon Musk's bid for world domination. If you want to find out next week about new formats like Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, uh, you can get hold of us. I don't know if you've heard it. Have you heard of this MySpace? Yes. I think that's going to be big. Oh, I, MySpace. I miss MySpace. Right, I'm going to go now. GB Briley at Twitter, Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Watch Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You have found all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.